Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh, get out of bed, it's the end of your snooze! Shower and shine up your shoes. We'll bring you the weather and traffic and news. Silberto and friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 7.09. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, we're going to speak with uh, Maria I don't eat. The walk to prevent suicide is coming up. Dan Hoost has our Sullivan County update. And it's our weekly conversation with Executive Chef Jody Cummings. Saying good morning to Jerry Dunleavy, CEO Garnet Health Catskills. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Paul. Great to be here. Good to see you here again. It's our, uh, our once-a-month get-together. Always look forward to so it. So now you did explain to Shelly that as a new person coming in, even though she was here years ago... Mm-hmm. It's it's up to the new person to bring the breakfast buffet. Yeah, I did. I did oh, send you an email. Shelly, about I, didn't, that. I didn't get that memo. Come and, on, and you would have only and you would have only gotten yogurt and granola, maybe. <laughs> All right, Shelly Dahan is here. Well, we'll take the yogurt and granola. Man, I tell you, it's getting tougher around here. Director, diabetes education and nutritional counseling uh, with Garnet Health and uh, Shelly. We go way back, but it's funny. It was interesting. The last we were talking that. The last time that we were actually together on the air was in the old studio back uh, in Liberty in the days of Thunder 102. That's where I thought I was going. This is a shorter trip. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad we gave you the right directions, all right? It's good good to have you here this morning. Now, November is uh, Diabetes Awareness Month. So it is Diabetes Mm -hmm. Awareness Month and also um, National Diabetes Month itself. Um, Mm -hmm. So... Not to not to be confusing, but you know we have a global awareness, which is the diabetes awareness campaign. Um, but the National Diabetes Month programming is really through the American Diabetes Association. Mm-hmm. Just get the word out, you know, and help people understand what their risk for diabetes is. Checking your A1C, which we can talk a little mm-hmm, bit about, sure. which is a very uh, hot topic, you know, when uh, patients are talking to their providers and not understanding what testing should be done and it's not just what is my number today right but what is that average and what does it represent mm-hmm. so well um we love uh on on tuesdays when jerry is in because jerry's been able to bring in and spotlight on different aspects of health and in particular really the the the, the skill and the specialists that we have right here uh in our own backyard in particular with garnet health cat skills and the garnet health system in general, and uh, you know, with uh, Diabetes Awareness Month coming up, with in whatever fashion it is for next month, um, we've got some great services that are here and services that you provide um, for those of us with diabetes. So let's let's go through some of the services that are provided through through, sure. through you and how you work in conjunction with, in particular, maybe it's with an endocrinologist. Mm-hmm. So first off, our program, which is um, an ADA-accredited program. So we have two programs, um, one in Middletown and one at Catskill. And that program at Catskill was accredited um, in 1999. Um, So we've been around for quite a while. Uh, The program, um, as far as our educators, diabetes care and education specialists, we are uh, both disciplines of registered dietitians as well as registered nurses. So those individuals have additional uh, training and education 
around the care and education of people with diabetes. So it's interesting, you know, as far as, you know, um, you know, when we talk about people with diabetes, we no longer say the diabetic. It's actually derogatory. Um, so when we say, you know, a person with diabetes, we're talking about people that are living with the disease mm-hmm. uh, because it is a disease that cannot be um, uh, resolved, um, but it can be controlled. And so this is where education really takes place with the patient. Um, people who have diabetes, you know, are usually under the care of their primary care provider. They might also see an endocrinologist mm-hmm. who is a specialist um, in the care of endocrine disorders, which includes diabetes, along with osteoporosis and thyroid disease. Um, but it really is the diabetes care and education specialist that works with the patient um, uh, in regards to their their daily management. So enabling them to better manage their diabetes to prevent long-term complications. Managing diabetes is a lifestyle. Yes, it is. And it's so great that there's someone with the skills that you possess and really the services that are available right here, like I said, in our own backyard. Um, In both cases, when it comes to Garnet Catskills and in Middletown as well, with the services that you provide as the, you know, the diabetes educator, nutrition as well, and it is really mm-hmm. something that, that that those who have diabetes should take advantage of because, you know, you're talking about a healthier lifestyle. Correct, and it's at any stage, whether you're newly diagnosed, mm-hmm. whether you've had diabetes for 10 years, 20 years, um, it doesn't matter. Um, if you are looking for what's new in treatment as far as using different meters, monitors, the continuous glucose um, systems um, that a lot of people are wearing now. We're trained in many, many of these products, and we are all um, certified pump trainers. Um, so people who have type 1 diabetes or even type 2 right. um, who are looking for, you know, a better way to manage their diabetes, uh, we are, we're, you know, we specialize. We specialize yeah. in all aspects of diabetes. Well, I will say point blank that I am wearing my uh, continuous glucose monitor that um, a, year, a couple of years ago, I, I spoke with you about and you navigated me through, you know, what what they are, what they do and really what would work work best for me. And, and right. you know, it, it's it's amazing what the, what they do now. Shelly, we're going to continue on with this conversation sure. as the morning goes on. And you're proving three things today. One is that we do have amazing skill and care right here, as as always, we do prove on these Tuesdays with with Garnet Health. Um, two, that there is something available for those who are living with diabetes. And three, that once again, Jerry doesn't have to do anything but just sit here and do the weather. <laughs> and, That's my job. And he's going to do it now. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Dunleavy with our, our Catskills News Talk 92.5, 94.9-weather. It's interesting. See how he gets up and he gets warmed up he for does. it? Yeah, you like that? Anyway. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9-weather. Today, sunny, high 62. Tonight, mostly clear, low 42. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high 70. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low 49. Thursday, partly sunny, high 71. Friday, mostly sunny, high 71. Mostly clear, 30. And Sullivan in the Catskills. Silberto and friends. I'm in no mood for any more of your chipper chopper. Enough chipper chopper. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Going to be a little bit chilly as you step out this morning. 30 and clear throughout Sullivan and the Catskills. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto. 
7.20 on this Tuesday morning. We're talking uh, Garnet Health. Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. Shelly DeHaan is here, and uh, Shelly is the Director of Diabetes Education um, and Nutritional Counseling Services for Garnet Health. We can talk more with Shelly in a little bit. But right now, we are heading to the Catskills News Talk Line. It is Executive Chef Jody Cummings. Jody, how are you this morning? Hi, Paul. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. It's great to talk to you again. I know we've been talking about what the what the 100 calorie the the we've been talking about everything from 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 breakfast and moving on and yeah. you know well, we're moving ahead to lunch, correct? Yes. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have more than 100 calories for lunch. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's a good. I, know, I hope nobody just drove off the road thinking, "Oh my God, I need to eat 100 calories for my lunch." All right. So let's start off. So I think I think why I like to talk about these things is people's misconception of what they see on a plate and what they order at a restaurant or, or a deli for lunch. Shelly, Shelly is nodding her head. You're going to get <laughs> you're going to get so, a, an agreement from Shelly Dahan. Yes. So I'll start with the classic, which is a Cobb salad. Right. Remember those from. The, uh, the 80s and the 90s, and everybody thought they were being so healthy, and they were so proud of themselves because there was green, there was green lettuce on the plate. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, they're really not as popular, I think, too, as they used to be. But that's a good example. There's over 600 calories and 43 grams of fat in a Cobb salad. Uh-oh. Yeah, and, and tons and tons of sodium because of the, um, the deli meats in there. So that's a great example that you you see it. You're like, oh my god, this is a salad with some egg and deli meat and all that. But when you add it all up, you're looking at a lot of calories. Another one is, well, I mean, I don't think people really get a, a sandwich and expect it to be like the healthiest thing. But the average deli sandwich is, you know, anywhere between 400 and six or 700 calories. That's a lot. You're looking for lunch. You want to go, you know, every, and depending on your diet, some people like to have a bigger meal at lunch than dinner, but the average lunch is about 450 calories. That's a nice number. And you're looking for about 15 grams of protein, which is really important because that's going to, that's going to get your energy through the afternoon. Um, but the deli sandwich is the biggest downfall with them is the sodium. And there's almost 2000 grams of sodium in, um, in a deli sandwich. So they're pretty, pretty dangerous. So those are two bad <laughs> lunches. Um, some really, really great ideas for lunch. And, and again, like we didn't really have access to quinoa, you know, 20 years ago, okay. we didn't have things like power bowls and, and all that sort of thing. And sushi. We, we, I know we talked about sushi a while back and everybody was stunned at the amount of calories. And again, I'll just remind everyone one sushi roll in, you know, from like the grocery store sushi, or even if you ordered it at a restaurant with all the extra little goodies in it can be about 500 calories for six pieces of sushi roll. So that's a lot. Exactly. Now, good news, some good lunch ideas, things like a power bowl with quinoa, avocado, black bean, roasted uh, vegetables, like a roasted sweet potato, that you're, you're all of that food in a bowl, you know, mix like I sometimes like to mix the quinoa with some massaged kale, or you could use baby spinach or even mescaline, something like that, which is tons of flavor. You can make a really light dressing for that. Sometimes you don't even need one if, you know, just lemon and olive oil. And, you, and that's, again, that's about a 400 calorie lunch. And that's really, really delicious with lots of flavor, low sodium, 
um, lots of protein. Hmm. What about on the go, though? If you were, do we, you know, ideas well, for... Well, uh, yeah. like, you can make a Power Bowl in the morning and put it in a container. It's actually one of the best lunches to eat on the go. I was afraid, you, you, were gonna, about... I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> Are you referring to behind the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So things like a Power Bowl. Now, again, too, if, if you're, if you're going to go for a salad, just... Just think about what's on the plate. Don't just become oh, there's greens on the plate. If you if somebody if you get like you know fried chicken salad, it's still a piece of fried chicken on top of a salad. So I think the takeaway here is to really think about and look at what you're choosing for lunch because you can get more bang for your buck, mm-hmm. lower calories, more nutrition, more flavor, and get you that high protein that you need to get through your day. So we go back to the ever popular executive chef, Jody Cummings, favorite, the P word prepare, right? The what? The P word prepare. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Prepare, prepare your lunch ahead of time. If you have to buy your lunch, try to do a little bit of homework and believe it or not, some of the, um, I mean, fortunately there's not a lot of fast food options up um, by you. There's more, you know, local restaurants, which is great. Try to do your homework on if on what you what you are eating for lunch and and look up the calories. You know, there's great calorie um, apps that you can download on your phone, so you could actually start putting your just for fun for one week. Type and maybe I'm going to challenge you to this because actually you're a pretty good eater, but maybe I'll challenge you. I'm I'll send you a calorie app, and I want you to put in your ingredients for your lunch and then see how many calories it is and see how it adds up okay this isn't fair you're hundreds of miles away but i can tell you right now that you and shelly are both tagging up on me on this one the look she gave Why me are you when so you, defensive paul the look she gave me when you said i'm giving you your homework you you liked that didn't you shelly i did he does God, he see? does do his homework he's i've seen him do it so, so. he does now mm-hmm. paul paul's a great example no he is he's become a very good eater so well, you can check out more um, through my Facebook page this morning from the video that I posted about what's happening on Silberto and Friends. Click on through on my Facebook page or on Catskills News Talk Facebook page to Executive Chef Jody Cummings. Send her, send her questions. Uh, yeah, and I'll post... And I'll post some links on my Facebook page where people can learn more about um, how to choose a healthy lunch and then maybe some online calculators to put in their calories. But it's a fun challenge. We did it. We did yep. this back in culinary school, and, and we were stunned at how things add up during the day. So it's a good, it's a good thing to do. Hey, Jody, is there a lot of calories in spam? <laughs> no, Paul, it's a very healthy lunch. I'm sorry I forgot to mention that. Well, thank you. All right, we'll catch up next week, all right? Okay, take care. Take care. Executive Chef Jody Cummings again. Go to my Facebook page or Catskills News Talk Facebook page. Click on through for my video. You'll see the link right there for Executive Chef Jody Cummings. Check out her website, uh, get more information, and we'll catch up again next week. 728 now. Good morning. <laughs> Silberto and friends. He sure got a healthy appetite. That's because he's malnourished. He needs us. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And it's 7.33 now. Catskills News coming up at 8. Catskills News headlines now are being brought to you by the Hurleyville General Store, an independent coffee, cafe, grocery, and specialty gift shop on a mission to empower people with disabilities. Find something for everyone at the Hurleyville General Store, Main Street in Hurleyville. They're open seven days a week. Here's Mike Sakel.
A social media war of words underway between Monticello Mayor and District 9 Legislature candidate George Nicolatos and Legislature Chairman Rob Doherty. In response to a Decision 2023 debate question regarding the leadership moving forward, Nicolatos, a Monticello businessman, said he would not trust Doherty because of his past business dealings. Doherty would not comment to Catskills News, saying Nicolatos is not his opponent and feels the mayor is doing a poor job in the village of Monticello. The Sullivan County Youth Bureau is reminding nonprofit organizations, schools, and municipalities that grant applications are being accepted through the close of business today. Applications and requirements for each funding source can be found on the Sullivan County Youth Bureau webpage. It's on the county website and can be submitted electronically. And the Westbrookville Post Office is reopening. The post office closed nearly four and a half months ago, and a grassroots effort to reopen the facility was successful. The post office reopens November 14th. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Good morning. Silberto and friends, I'm Paul Silberto at 7.35. Now, Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills, and with us this morning, we're talking uh, diabetes education. We're talking nutrition. Shelly DeHaan is here. Shelly is the director of Di- uh, diabetes education and nutritional counseling services at uh, Garnet Health. Shelly, we were talking about the basics, and I know there's there's a lot that's involved with diabetes education, with the nutrition services, and really a lot of community outreach as well. Yes. So uh, we can uh, step into kind of the community outreach that we're doing right now. So. Um, Besides diabetes, this is kind of part and parcel with diabetes, but we need to start looking at diabetes before we have the diagnosis. So this is um, a term that we use as pre-diabetes, and pre-diabetes is a condition that occurs before the onset of type 2 diabetes. So what are we looking at? We're looking at certain risk factors, those risk factors being um, in a higher weight range, BMI is greater than uh, 30, um, we're looking at um, a sedentary lifestyle, so people who are less likely to be active. Uh, we're also looking at age, so people who are um, uh, over the age of 45. And certainly, diabetes does affect people disproportionately, so people of certain ethnicities, so um, African-American, Latino, uh, Hispanic, uh, um, American Indian, uh, Pacific Islanders are more likely to be at risk for diabetes. So take all of those things, but look at it from the standpoint of how we can um, identify, you know, who's at risk. And we can do it through a simple test, um, either through a paper test, which mm-hmm. is a what we call the risk test. And you can go to doihaveprediabetes.org okay. and do the risk test right online. It's a very simple test. It'll ask you certain questions, and it'll rate that and give you a score. If that score shows high enough, then that's a point of discussion with your primary care provider to say, you know, hey, you know, I did this pre-diabetes screening test online and I might be at risk for pre-diabetes. Could you check my A1C? Mm -hmm. So the A1C test is really that test that determines where our blood sugar averages fall. And if our average A1C is less than 5.7, which represents the percentage of glucose that is in our body attached to our red blood cells over the last three months. So as that percentage goes up, our average blood sugar level is higher. So if the A1C is less than 5.7, that's the normal range. No diabetes, we don't have to worry. 
If the A1C is 5.7 up to 6.4%, that is that carve-out for a person who is at risk or what we call pre-diabetes. And then 6.5 is the cutoff or delineation for the diagnosis of diabetes. So knowing what your A1C is, we went through the whole cholesterol education uh, program Mm -hmm. in the United States. So people know they should have a cholesterol level below what number? 200, Mm -hmm. right? It's been drilled into us. Right. But now we're working on this A1C. So more and more people are becoming familiar with this test and they are asking their providers. And it's a good thing to have as far as a baseline, just to know what it is. And then if you're at risk to have it monitored. But if the A1C is between 5.7 and 6.4, the Diabetes Prevention Program, which is the Mm -hmm. program that we have at Garnet Health, and it is a free program that allows people to come in and learn how to prevent the onset of type 2 diabetes. Again, um, we have this right here in our own backyard with Garnet Health. Uh, We're going to talk more about the programs, more uh, on, on ways where... You can get more information again. And Jerry, this goes back to what we've been saying. It's like almost every week that you're in, it really starts with the primary care physician, the quarterback who kind of works together then with the other specialists that we've been talking about. And in particular today, not only the endocrinologist, but when it comes to working with Shelly and diabetes education and nutrition. So I want to talk more about that as our morning rolls on as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Look forward so, to it. All right. Uh, a lot going on this morning here on Silberto and Friends. So happy that uh, Jerry Dunleavy, Shelly DeHaan are here with us this morning. I'm happy that you are here with us this morning. It's 739 now. Silberto and Friends. Oh, that is just so much nonsense. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 742 now. I'm Paul Silberto, Jerry Dunleavy here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. Shelly DeHaan is here, Director of uh, Diabetes Education, Nutrition Services at Garnet Health. And uh, we're going to talk more about diabetes education. Then we're going to talk more about the program in general coming up in a little bit. But right now, it is time to head to the Catskills News Talk Line, get an update on what's happening throughout Sullivan County. Director of Communications, Sullivan County, it's Dan Hoost. How are you this morning, Dan? All right. How are you, Paul? Doing good. It's uh, it's cold this morning, but we're stepping back into uh, some more summer-like weather, at least, you know, late summer weather in the, in the next few days. So I'm not complaining at all. No, actually, maybe it's time to plant our gardens. Yeah, you can uh, you can you can put the top down on the car. Your 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 hair could blow in the breeze. I'll do them. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did I tell you I still wear a comb, or I still have I still <laughs> yes. carry a comb? I just can't part with it. Oh, that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on one second. <laughs> say that. Say that one more time. Uh, I I still carry a comb. I I just can't part with it. He'll be here all week. Try the nutritious yes. meal. <laughs> anyway, so what's happening throughout Sullivan and the Catskills other than your comedy routine? Well, first off, wait, let wait, me wait, just... Wait a minute, Jerry. Who does he think he is? Jerry Galarno? <laughs> There's only one of them. There is right. There is only one of them. So what's happening, bud? Well, first off, just let me say, with Garnet in the room there, I'm just so pleased that uh, they're in our community. I've used uh, both... Uh, actually, I've used all their facilities. Monticello, Harris, Calicud before. Um, always have uh, just been treated wonderfully. And Jerry knows this. I've told it to him before. But I just want to acknowledge that just as a person, as a resident 
of the community uh, that I'm so appreciative of what Garnet does and their presence in the community. Um, I, I can't imagine what we would be without them, and um, I've always been, like I said, treated just wonderfully uh, at those facilities. And I've had everything from just uh, little minor visits to uh, major surgery there. So really Thank pleased you. that you guys are, are here in the community. And I just wanted to say that. Thank so. you, Dan. We, we really appreciate that. And uh, we equally value uh, our strong relationship with the Sullivan County government. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, speaking of Sullivan County government, I've got some great news. Our public safety commissioner, Scott Schulte, who uh, was deployed to Israel as a firefighter, is now back safe and sound. So we are very glad that uh, he came back without any injuries, but we're also very, very proud of him for putting himself in harm's way on a volunteer basis. Uh, this is a guy who just wants to give back. He's not even Jewish. He just wants to give back, and this is one of the ways he does it through this uh, volunteer service uh, in Israel. He's been deployed there twice before. This was his third deployment. He was right near the Gaza border handling fires that were created by the combat situation there. So, uh, like I said, we're, we're very proud of him, but also extremely grateful that he came back without a scratch. So, looking forward to actually to seeing him today and talking more about his experiences there, and hopefully he'll let me share it with all of you. So also we have coming up tomorrow uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. our Senior Resource Fair and annual public hearing that our Office for the Aging does. That will be held at the Government Center in Monticello. Uh, the Senior Resource Fair will run the whole time in the lobby of the Government Center. We'll have all sorts of interesting information. I have a feeling there will be some organizations there offering not only uh, education and advice, but some freebies as well. So if you're over 55, please stop by. It'll be worth your time. Uh, it'll also have the public hearing that is required by the state, and that explains exactly what uh, our office is planning to do in the new year for services, and you can weigh in on that. And also, I'll have some interesting educational aspects as well with, for example, how to protect yourself from the latest scams and frauds. I might even hang out to listen to that one just because uh, every day it seems there's a new fraud, a new scam trying to be perpetrated out there. Uh, also, we have our food scrap recycling pilot program that has kicked off. Now we have over 200 people signed up for it. We're looking to get a minimum of at least 400. That's how many free kits we have to give people where the, it's really bins that they can put their food scraps in and bring them for free to our transfer stations throughout Sullivan County. This is, as it says, a pilot program. We're testing this out to see if there is the kind of demand we think there is to take food scraps and instead of burying them in a landfill where they'll create methane, a potent greenhouse gas, but actually uh, compost them. We're doing it through Ulster County, but if this program is successful, we're going to petition the state to create our own composting facility over in Monticello, which will be open to the entire county. But for right now, you need to register, sign up for it, contact our recycling coordinator, Cassie Thelman, at 845-807-0291. That's 807-0291. She will be overjoyed to talk to you about it. And you'll also uh, meet one of our coolest county employees, I have to say. I love Cassie. Uh, also, we have Nalox boxes that we are making available. 
for businesses and nonprofits throughout the county that have a public place to put them. These are boxes that contain naloxone, or uh, better known by its brand name, Narcan. This is the stuff that brings you back from a potentially fatal overdose. And we want these available throughout Sullivan County, uh, especially for emergency situations. We will take care of installing and maintaining, replenishing the boxes. All you have to do is tell us there is a spot that you have that you would like to have them put there. And then they will be available to the community. Each one contains four Narcan kits, each kit containing two doses, plus fentanyl and xylazine test strips, and information on recovery resources. So these are great things to have, and we want in every community in Sullivan County. We've got almost 200 of these boxes. I think we've put out about half of them. We want to put out the rest of them. So if you're interested, give a call to uh, Camille O'Brien. She's handling it. 845-513-2079. That's 513-2079. She'll love talking to you and see if we can put it in your neck of the woods. Uh, just to, well, on the last thing coming up, uh, but maybe the most important thing of what I'm talking about here, early voting starts on Saturday, uh, and it's going to be in two locations this year. It'll be our first general election with two locations for early voting. The usual location everyone's familiar with at the Government Center on North Street in Monticello, but we will also have an early voting location open at our public health building. That's the Gladys Olmsted building, 50 Community Lane in Liberty. That's part of our Liberty Social Services complex uh, up Sunset Lake Road, uh, both of which actually have public transportation to them as well through our Move Sullivan service. Uh, won't be operating on the weekend, but the early voting goes through the week as well. And Monday through Friday, Move Sullivan operates. So we can get you there if you can't get yourself there. Um, but it, it's important for people to understand that this may not be a presidential election, but it is one of our biggest local election years. And in my opinion, this is when you really, really should be making a point to come out because the people that you're going to be voting on are the folks who will affect your daily life in a way no presidential election ever could. And we have worked very hard, our Board of Elections have worked very hard to have these early voting locations open. And then on Election Day itself, on November 7th, having polls across the county, I believe there's over 60 locations across the county, open. Now, the times for early voting will be different depending on the day. It runs from this Saturday through to no, uh, November 5th, uh, so that we have the 6th to get ready for Election Day on the on the 7th. Uh, so you'll need to check on our website to see what time it is. We have times during the regular workday, and we have times during the evening to accommodate people who otherwise couldn't get there earlier. So check our website for that, SullivanNY.us. And then also make sure that if you're going to vote on Election Day itself, that you know where you're voting. We went through redistricting with our legislative districts mm -hmm. a few years ago, and that has changed some voting locations for certain people. So make sure that you know. If you're not sure, give our Board of Elections a call. They'll answer any question you have, 807-0400. That's 807-0400. So that's a lot going on. Yes, it is. Hey, let's catch up next Tuesday, all right? All right. Good talking to you all. You too. Director of Communications, Dan Hurst. <laughs> Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 celebrating a birthday. You're celebrating with former Rolling Stones bassist Bill Wyman, 87 today. Wow. Um, F. Murray Abraham is 84. Kevin Klein, 76. 
B.D. Wong. He was in Jurassic Park. Law and Order SVU is 62. And Drake is 36. Got a birthday? Got a celebration? Let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9. Get your information to us. We'll get it on for you. In Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9-752 now. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 7.56. It's 4 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto. Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. And Shelly DeHaan is here with us this morning, Director of Diabetes Education and Nutritional Counseling Services. We're going to talk more um, about diabetes education in the program at uh, Garnet Health. Right now, we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line. Coming up is the... Uh, the National Suicide Prevention Walk, and we are saying good morning uh, to Mary Idoni. Mary is uh, uh, going to be talking about the walk to prevent suicide, and Mary is the area director, Hudson Valley chapter, and the Westchester uh, chapter. And uh, good morning, Maria. How are you this morning? Good morning. Thank you for having me today to talk about suicide prevention. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Let's talk about the walk that's coming up. Sure. So um, our Out of the Darkness walk is back in Sullivan County. Um, we Our first walk, I believe, was in about 2009. A, a um, Sullivan County resident, Patty, lost her son to suicide. And she said, there's nothing out here. Um, what can we do? Let, let's do a walk. So we did a walk, and there was a walk many years in Sullivan. Then Patty moved, the pandemic happened, right. and there was no walk. Um, and I just say, I wasn't sure if we were going to bring it back because I said, if people aren't asking for it, then I won't do it because we have walks in Orange County and Dutchess, Ulster, Putnam, every other county. But Lori um, said, no, we need this walk. Sullivan County needs it. Sullivan County people want it. And um, right now there's over 100 people registered, which is fantastic for we're going to consider it a first time walk. Um, and we're back at the Bethel Senior Center. So I'm hoping um, Sullivan County residents will come out and we say you are not alone when you're suffering right. from depression and the walk shows them they are not alone. Now, Maria, uh, let's talk about the date, the times and how our listeners can get involved in this walk this is very important. Yes. So the walk is this Sunday at the Bethel Senior Center from 11 to 12 is registration um, during registration, there will be the Lifekeeper memory quilts. There will be some food to pick on. There will be um, some activities, healing activities. And then at 12 o'clock, the walk will start. It's a um, three-mile walk around the lake, White Lake, beautiful little area. Mm -hmm. It's not a hard walk. Um, and that's it. So I I'm hoping people will join us on Sunday. They can find more information about it on the website. It's AFSP.org slash Sullivan. All right. Um, donations are accepted till December 31st, but more important, we would love to see people there at the walk on Sunday. Yes, if you could be there, give that website one more time, please, Maria. Sure. It's AFSP.org 
Sullivan. All right. Out of the Darkness, The Walk to Prevent Suicide. Maria, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for bringing that walk back. And we're going to talk to Lori next hour. As Lori said, that walk is so important for Sullivan County. Here's to a great event. And um, uh, again, thank you for your time this morning. And thank you for the, the heart and soul you're putting into this event, Maria. Well, thank you for bringing awareness to suicide prevention. I appreciate it. All right. Be part of the uh, Out of the Darkness, the walk uh, to prevent suicide. Coming up on Sunday, get more information. We're going to talk to Lori Snyder from NAMI next hour here on Celeberto and Friends. More conversation about Garnet Health, our Liberty Rotary Club update, and our weekly conversation with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. It's all ahead. The Big Show. Wait a minute. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. It's potluck, so bring whatever you want. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 808. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, our weekly conversation with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Gary Siegel has our Liberty Rotary Club update. Laurie Snyder will be joining us. We talked about the uh, walk to prevent suicide out of the darkness. Well, we're going to talk to Laurie a little bit about NAMI. She'll be stopping in uh, in a little bit. So a lot going on this hour here on Silberto and Friends. Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. And uh, Shelly DeHaan is here, the uh, Director of Diabetes Education and Nutritional Counseling Services at Garnet Health. <laughs> Jerry, you were, t- you were talking about the perils of trying to order lunch when Shelly's in line behind you in the cafeteria. Absolutely. You know, you know Shelly, as I think uh, your listeners have heard today, uh, knows about good choices and bad choices when it comes to uh, preparing your lunch or dinner. So, yes, it is a little bit stressful when I find myself online uh, just in front of Shelly. So it forces well, me to make good decisions. I it's said, all about the choice, the choice, the choice. It's all about the choice. And like I said, it's all about the bruises on the back of his calves right. from you kicking them. I'll have a uh, salad. <laughs> I'll have a salad. <laughs> so, hey, Shelly, let's talk about the, uh, the program itself. Yes. So, so we'll talk about the diabetes prevention mm-hmm. program, which I had, you know, was talking about before. Um, this is a, a free community service um, program really targeted at um, helping individuals that are at risk for diabetes. So this is not with the diagnosis of diabetes, but rather pre-diabetes. So that A1C between 5.7 and 6.4. So, so this gets to the prevention. This gets to the prevention, mm-hmm. which we really need to make more of an emphasis with, uh, because otherwise, you know, our, our numbers of diagnosed diabetes just keeps going up. So the Diabetes Prevention Program is a program. It's a national program. It's actually done through the Centers for Disease Control. Uh, we are a certified lifestyle coaches program. So we provide the program. It is a one-year program. And that's, I think, what some people are like, oh my God, one year, I have to commit one year to a program. But it's really 26 sessions. In those 26 sessions, uh, we have uh, 16 is in the first four months. So the goal of the program is really to teach people how to change their lifestyle, right? So changing lifestyle is about changing habit. Mm -hmm. And of course, changing habit is difficult. It's not easy. So it does take a full year to really go through the program. Each session is taught by the the lifestyle coach along with participants. Those participants 
again, are at risk for diabetes, so they are in the program to really learn about what they can do to to change uh, their habits. One of the first habits that really needs to be changed is the exercise habit, okay? And a lot of people don't, you know, look at exercise as something as as, as effective as a medication, and mm-hmm. it is. Um, and we really need to promote um, being more um, active in our lifestyle. So that's a big uh, piece of, of the program, along with nutrition, stress management, um, a lot around food, dining out, label reading, heart health, uh, why sleep matters, and sleep is a big component, uh, as we know, for a lot of uh, chronic disease, but it is directly tied into diabetes as a risk. Um, so there's a lot of different topics that are covered. Um, it does span, again, the one year. So the program um, we do twice a year. Um, so we launch in the uh, fall uh, with a group, and we also launch in the spring with a group. Um, actually, more than one group because we have groups that meet virtually um, with our lifestyle coach in Middletown. And then up here in uh, Sullivan County, uh, we have the program with the Monticello Library. So we have a, a space there. Excellent. And we do meet with the group um, on a weekly basis. Again, the first 16 sessions are done weekly. And then the um, the following uh, half of the year, then we meet about every other week and then down to once a month until we finish the one year. Where are we at with the fall program this year? Did, so has we, it started we had already launched. Okay. I'm in the third week already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do encourage people to call me. Okay. Uh, they can call me direct at 845-333-8927. Um, that is my number at the Harris campus. Um, if you're interested in diabetes prevention, um, you can. Uh, we can put you on the list and We'll look at uh, the spring session, and we'd like to get people involved. Okay, now we're talking prevention, which is so, so important. Mm -hmm. Um, But for someone with diabetes, it's never too late to get started. Correct. So for people who are newly diagnosed, um, we absolutely encourage people to seek out a diabetes program. And, of course, at Garnet Health, ours is premier. Uh, We have been there for more than 25 years uh, running the program, I think close to 30 um, if I'm, my math is correct. Um, but we have diabetes care and education specialists, both RNs and RDs. We are there every Thursday and Friday. So for our Harris campus, um, our hours of operation um, are from 8.30 to 4.30. Um, you don't need a referral. You can refer yourself. A lot of times, you know, people think all the services under the hospital roof requires a doctor's prescription. Um, but hmm. diabetes education is not, um, it's not a prescribed um, program except for Medicare. Medicare does require the referral, but we will get the referral for you um, because I am a big proponent of making sure that patients do get um, the services that they, they need. Um, and for diabetes education, when we're looking at what is covered, in the first year, if you are a Medicare recipient, in the first year, and it doesn't matter whether you've had diabetes, newly diagnosed, or you've had diabetes a long time, the first year you are eligible for 13 hours of diabetes education services, which includes medical nutrition therapy. So that's the nutritional side of diabetes education, along with the diabetes education component. So that's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, since, since the pandemic, since COVID, um, we've now been able to do telehealth. So we can reach you where you are. That's important. That's very that important. Very, yes. And I'll tell you, we've continued with telehealth services 
uh, for those people that have a hard time getting into the office. Um, we can do it as audiovisual, which I encourage. Um, so we can see the patient. We can talk to the patient. I can show you a label on my side and yeah. point to. I, if you're sitting in your kitchen, I'll say, go to your cabinet. Let's see what you got in your cabinet. And we'll talk about just, you know, what you need to do to learn about carb counting, about monitoring, about um, prevention of long-term complications, as well as how to manage um, acute complications such as high blood sugar, mm-hmm. low blood sugar. So there's a lot of different topics and conversations that go on around diabetes. Very important. And again, um, you a lot of you may not have been aware that these services are available right here in Cherry. That's why, you know, when you're in once a month, and you bring in folks like Shelly, it's so important to get the word out. And I hear so many comments from our listeners about, I didn't know that was available. I didn't know. And this is something very important. Yeah, and I think what, uh, what Shelly just mentioned about telemedicine is, is really important because in Sullivan County, it's a lot of times about access. It's about transportation. So being able to offer the service that way is is really great. All right. Well, Shelly, again, I appreciate you being here. We're going to talk more in a little bit. Um, Absolutely. But again, give the contact information. Um, and again, you had said that not necessarily through a doctor or a prescription, but someone can contact you directly? Correct. Okay. Best way to do that. Best way to do that is 845-333-8927. All right. Check it out. And again, for more information, you can always go to garnethealth.org. Check out all the service that are the services that are available right here in our own backyard with Garnet Health and in particular Garnet Health Catskills. Jerry Dunleavy has our Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 weather. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Today, sunny, high 62. Tonight, mostly clear, low 42. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high 70. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low 49. Thursday, partly sunny, high 71. Friday, mostly sunny, high 71. It's partly sunny, 29 now, and Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. What can I say to be on the radio? Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 820. I'm Paul Silberto. Jerry Dunleavy, CEO, Garnet Health, Catskills. Shelly DeHaan is here. And we are talking about diabetes education. We're talking about uh, nutrition. And really, it all comes together under under one umbrella, right, Shelly? Yes, it does. So diabetes education, um, you know, is a service that is uh, provided by the Certified Diabetes Care and Education Specialist, both RN and RD. The medical nutrition therapy component is specific uh, where you're working with a registered dietitian nutritionist, um, and that person would help you in regards to learning uh, carb counting, uh, developing a meal plan, identifying, um, you know, where you can make adjustments or changes to um, your intake of carbohydrate to match up with the type of medications that you're taking, specifically insulin. So if you are on insulin, learning about carb control is especially important. Um, Mm -hmm. And how to then, you know, transition that to um, learning about other aspects of of healthy eating, which includes heart-healthy eating. Um, Certainly, if people have other conditions, uh, such as high cholesterol or hypertension, uh, celiac disease um, runs the gamut, you know, yeah. where nutrition really plays a critical role 
in helping the person to better manage their diabetes. Now, I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, last hour, we had a chance to chat about the Out of the Dark, um, the uh, Walk to Prevent Suicide. We had a chance to talk with uh, Maria Idoni. And joining us now, um, it's Lori Snyder. Lori, good morning. Good it's good morning, to see you Paul. again, friend. Always how, good to see you. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Last time I saw you, you were being honored. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's good <laughs> to see you again. Thank you, Lori. Hey, we were looking forward to getting you in to talk about, um, well, we talked about the walk coming up on Sunday. And um, Maria mentioned how instrumental you were in saying that this walk is needed right here 100%. in Sullivan County. So thank you for that. Let's talk a little bit about NAMI and how things tie in together. This is something very, very important. It is. Um, first of all, NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and we are the local affiliate, and we are primarily a family support and advocacy organization. We don't do clinical services, but we have support groups. We do education. We do awareness raising. And, and the most important awareness is that mental illness is as real as any other physical illness, like diabetes, like heart disease, lung disease, kidney disease. These are real physical illnesses. The brain is an organ of the body susceptible to illness the same way as the heart or the pancreas or any, any other. And it, and it affects so many people, one in four to one in five families, depending on the study that you look at. Has that, that's a, a lot. That is a lot. a lot of families yeah. that are affected mm -hmm. by a first-line relative who is dealing with depression, uh, schizophrenia, anxiety disorder, um, it, you name it. Um, it doesn't have to be a quote-unquote major mental illness, mm -hmm. but mental illness affects so many people. And there's so much stigma, and it, it's, it's unnecessary. It's, it's, it really keeps people from seeking treatment. It keeps uh, right. hampers funding. It, it, it's, it, stigma is just overwhelming I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because really that that is the big that that is really the big stumbling block stigma and and i know i love your messages um for nami um that you talk about that it is really the stigma but we've, we've got to get past that we really do i mean people would not be embarrassed to say i have diabetes i have right. a, a cardiac condition i see a i see a cardiologist but, you know, there's like this embarrassment or shame. Or, to me, the shame is not talking about it. Good point. You know, it, we talked about the Out of the Darkness walk. I lost my first cousin to suicide 28 years ago. And only after the fact, I spoke to him four, two days before he, he died. Mm. And my aunt, who was a nurse, said to me after the fact, I knew he was depressed, but I didn't know he was that depressed I didn't even know he How was many depressed. times do you hear that? Uh, no one talked about it. Right. I worked in the field at the time. No one talked about it. That's the crime. Mm -hmm. That's the shame. These are illnesses. They're treatable. They're not curable. They're treatable. Right. And there are treatments that work really, really well for many people. You know, I, I always say, and I say I've said this a million times, and I'm going to say it a million more, nothing happens without the A word, and that is awareness. And when Maria had mentioned that they were thinking of not bringing the walk back because they have it in, in the Middletown area, but you said, we need this walk. We need that awareness that a walk like this Exactly. Brings. Four years ago was the last time the AFSP right. walk was, was in Sullivan County. And, of course, COVID had a big part to play in that. But last year when it resumed in other areas and it didn't resume here, I thought, hmm. And this year when I got the emails about Putnam, Duchess, Ulster, you know, mm -hmm. Orange, I, I, I messaged Maria and said, how come there's no more Sullivan yeah. County Walk? Well, and I 
I kind of stomped my feet a little bit, and I'm so yeah, happy. I, I heard too. this morning yeah. that we have over 100 walkers. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? I'm, so. I'm thrilled. This, that was my, my goal was 100. Yeah. And of course, now I want more. Well, that, <laughs> is, that is at least 100 instruments of awareness. Yes. Okay? Yes. Um, and like you said, it's the awareness that's going to help beat that stigma. And once you beat that stigma, you can get help for people who need the help because, as you said, this is a disease just like any other just disease. Just like any other. There should not be a, a separation in anyone's mind. We're not talking—I think the term mental illness makes people think, oh, it's all in your mind. Right. It's in the brain. It's right. an organ like any other. Good point. All right. How can someone get more information on NAMI? Let's say someone— can't be available for the walk on Sunday schedule-wise. I know there's a way they can make a donation. But how can they reach out to you at NAMI to really get more information with, about what NAMI is Absolutely. all about and really get more information on how to also become an instrument of awareness? We have a snazzy new website. It's namisullivan.org. That's N-A-M-I. N-A-M-I, National Alliance on Mental Illness. N-A-M-I-Sullivan.org. Um you can get uh, information there. There is it's 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 a really beautifully laid out. It's it's I did not do it, which is why it's so beautiful and easy to use. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I have many talents. That is not one of the areas my talents lie. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's kind of hooked in with all of the NAMI affiliates all over. But it, it has information that's specific to our affiliate, and it also has a wealth of information on the various illnesses, diagnoses resources locally and elsewhere so mm. namisullivan.org is an excellent way to uh, reach out to us um, our offices are in monticello but we serve people throughout the county we have family support groups we have peer support groups we have a suicide bereavement group um, we do education um, paul knows me a long time mm -hmm. if, you, if you ask me to speak for 10 minutes about mental illness i can do that yep. if you ask me to speak for two hours about mental illness exactly. i can do that so and, if you uh, have a group that yeah. wants more information get each in and every minute is so vitally important because of the important information absolutely you know Lori, thank you for being here thank you for again being the catalyst to bring the walk back uh, to Sullivan County. Again, the walk is happening this weekend. Yes. But once again, that uh, the website for NAMI, it's NAMI of... No, no, Sullivan. NAMI Sullivan. org. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for creating that awareness. And here's to a phenomenal event on Sunday. And here's to those people who can't make it on Sunday, reaching out to get more information because they may know somebody... Absolutely. That really needs the information and really needs the help. And like you said, we got to beat that stigma. Absolutely. I, I, I want nothing more than to be able to work in a different field because this isn't needed. Right. Unfortunately, it's needed. Yeah. And um, I, I have a passion for for sharing that information and, and reducing that stigma. Well, and thank you so much for helping. Well, personally, my friend, it's good to see you again. You as well. And uh, we'll catch up soon. Again, the walk is coming up on Sunday. But again, NamiSullivan.org. Yes. Okay. Get information. Find out what it's all about. Again, we've got to break that stigma. And that way we can get the help to those who, who need the help, just like I reach out for help when it comes to diabetes. And like you said, you know, any any other disease. It's 828 now. <laughs> Silberto and friends. Tell me, what do you think of the traffic problem? What do you think of the marriage problem? What do you think of at night when you go to bed, you beat? Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. <laughs> 
It's 8.34 now. Siliberto and Friends, I'm Paul Siliberto. Jerry Dunleavy, CEO, Garnet Health Catskills. Shelly DeHaan is here. We're talking about diabetes education and nutrition. And on the Catskills News Talk Line, it is our Liberty Rotary Club update. It's Gary Siegel. How are you this morning, Gary? I'm great. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Shelly. Hello, Gary. Hello. It's good to talk to you, my friend. I know there's a lot going on with the uh, Liberty Rotary Club. We are getting closer and closer to that Hallmark event, which is the Dave Thompson Spirit Beer and Wine Tasting. That's coming up soon. Yes, we are. There is never a dull moment at the Liberty Rotary Club. <laughs> That's for sure. That, unless, unless, of course, you're having a conversation with Irving Kaplan. Other than that, well, that, it's, that yeah. That's true. He's the idea man. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but but uh, as our uh, co-president, Gary Silver, Gary Lee Silverman, because there's the many Gary's, says, uh, yes. th- this is uh, the busy season continues. Um, this past week, we hosted a community dinner and participated in the walk against Alzheimer's. We had a team down in Montgomery that uh, that walked uh, against did the walk against Alzheimer's. Um, this coming week, we're we're just busy, busy, busy. We have the spaghetti and meatball supper dinner. Uh, I guess it's the spaghetti and meatball supper, not a dinner. It's a supper. Okay. Um, it, this is a this is an annual event. It's been going on for a hundred thousand years. Um, it, it is just a hallmark community event uh the this the meatballs are epic um and uh it's here at liberty high school it's from five to seven uh on tonight actually tonight um and uh so uh, there's tickets available at the door um so uh, we hope that uh all the listeners out there if you have to eat right so you come on out to our spaghetti and meatball supper uh, the the proceeds benefit uh the uh, liberty performing arts as well as the Liberty High School Interact Club uh, and uh, the Liberty Rotary Club. And Gary, uh, Gary, we have a co- Gary co- be honest. Be honest. It's not a hundred thousand years. It's no, no, no it's ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine years. Be honest, all right? I, that's right. Don't, we're we're almost celebrating our hundred thousand. Don't year. don't exaggerate, okay? It's been going on for a long time, like over sixty years, I think. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the exact number is, but I know it's been going on for a long time, probably since I was a kid. But there are fresh coming, meatballs coming every year, okay? They, that's right. They're fresh meatballs every year. We don't freeze the leftovers and, and then use them the next year. No, okay, we fine. make them all fresh. Yes. So uh, on uh, Saturday, this Saturday, the 28th, uh, we have a distribution uh, for our coat drive. It's going to be held at LaPole Park from 10 to 2, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and uh, we have all kinds of coats that we've collected uh, from uh, different locations throughout the county. And we'll have uh, teams there of our Rotarians that will be distributing. And we're, we're calling on all families who may need a coat, uh, may, may not be able to afford a coat, uh, to please come come to LePaul Park. We have some wonderful, some, some new coats, actually, as well as uh, lightly used coats that are uh, just uh, will, will really fit the bill uh, for some families uh, to keep them warm this, this winter. And as you mentioned, uh, the Dave Thompson Spirit Beer and Wine Tasting is coming up Friday, November 3rd at the Arnold House. Uh, we have our, our uh, vendors all lined up. It's going to be an amazing event. We have Albie playing the music um, and uh, just food, 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 food. 
that's going to be fantastic from the chef that's at the Arnold House as well as uh, our members bring uh, some potluck dishes and it's it's just a great great event and it uh, raises funds for our scholarship fund as well as a single bite and uh, last year we were uh, through our sponsors and and our uh, ticket sales we raised almost twenty thousand dollars and we're, we're hoping that we're gonna uh, be close to that this year again to be able to provide those scholarships and get meals out to those food insecure families and and educate the kids uh, about real food versus processed food. Right. Now, Gary, so that's as, as we're getting closer let me ask you is first of all is there still time to get involved as a sponsor and are there still tickets available because i know this thing sells out Yes, there are still a few tickets available, and and, and sponsors are still uh, available. Sponsorships are still available. Also, um, we'll be making the banner up uh, sometime this week. So, if uh, there are any businesses or organizations that do want to sponsor, uh, get those in. You know, as soon as possible. Uh, otherwise, uh, we won't be able to include you on, right. on the uh, sponsor banner. All right. Okay. Well, a lot going on. And then on. we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so that that's well. I guess that's pretty much. We got Murph's toy toy drive on December second. We'll, that yep, we'll can, talk about can, that uh, coming you up. Know, save yep. the date. We've got the clothes shed over by Panda Parlor. So if you have any uh, garments that you no longer use, uh, you can put them in our bin by Panda Parlor. And uh, our Interact Club is uh, collecting uh, um, items for their comfort closet. Nice. We have a new we have a new Interact advisor, Gina Castellonia. And we're excited about that, too. Get more information, go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The click list, click on the logo for the Liberty Rotary Club. Gary, we'll catch up next week. You have a great day. Thanks, Paul. It's have a great day, everybody. 839. Silberto and friends. You guys are the best. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 843. I'm Paul Silberto. What's his name? Uh, Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO of Garden Health Catskills. Uh, Shelly DeHaan is here. We're talking uh, diabetes education and nutrition. And on the Catskills News Talk Line, our weekly conversation, she has been incredibly busy. It's Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Good morning, Assemblywoman. How are you? Good morning, and good morning, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Uh, it seems like everywhere I go, I see you, and I'm not at nearly at nearly any of the places you are at. You have been incredibly busy throughout the district. Yeah, yep, yeah. You know, it's all. It, I mean, I actually like going out to see people in the district. You know, I guess uh, being uh, you know living alone, or you know, it's a good it's a good thing for me to get out. And you know, I learn so much every day from so many. Uh, different people. I went to the 66th anniversary of a church uh, out in outside, right around the Liberty area, and um, you know, I had such fun listening and the songs and the food that they served. It was pretty amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. But the other thing is, I got a call this morning, and uh, here's here's an ask. You know, it's election time. You know, whoever you want to support, it's great. But you know what? We shouldn't be taking and taking away people's signs out of the road. People pay a lot of money for that. And you know what? We talk about fair elections, democracy, and, you know, we all should be doing the right thing. It's very, very important. And people put them up and they get disappointed when they're pulled down. So, you know, let's let's be friends, even though sometimes we're running against one another. Good point. Very good point. Yep, yep, yep. 
So what else is new? Um, you know, uh, yesterday um, I have received some money um, for the Federation for the Homeless. We're working through getting it to them. Um, and, you know, they're in desperate need of help. And, you know, we give, uh, you know, I always try to make sure that people that give to our community, like Kathy Kreider and mm-hmm. people that work there, and they really need some rehab in that building. So we were able to get $55,000 to help them with the bathrooms, some of the floors. They have the tile, but no one to put the floors down. So we're working with Kathy Kreider. And, you know, I'm very um, grateful to be able to, you know, be the person that can get it from Albany and put it into the good hands of Kathy Kreider and the Federation for the Homeless. Federation for the Homeless, they are amazing. And, and it was so great. And I thank you so much for the uh, the presentation that you gave to myself and Eddie Wilson and Mike Sakel, Jonathan Charles Fox and Barry Lewis the other night at Media Men. I, I want you to know how much that was appreciated. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I you know, we, we love each one of you, you know, and I, I, you know, we listen to you all the time and you give us so much information. Not only that, when there's a fundraising or events, uh, anything like that, you're always there to help. You're always there to help. And I'm sure I'll see you at the Federation dinner this week. It's going to be a, a great uh, a great event. And, again, what they do at the Federation is just amazing. And I'm glad you were able to secure those funds because, as you said, they are definitely so so very, very much needed. Yeah, it needs a bit of a facelift. And also the, the Boots for Kids and Debbie Levine's doing a phenomenal job on, you know, getting the bargains. We get the bargains. <laughs> there you go. That's what you need. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how can our listeners reach out to you at your office or others at your office to get you, more information? So, first of all, if you need to, you can stop by. You know where we are. We're, we're in the same building as the great Jeff Bank. And or the call at 845-794-5807. And uh, Jerry, good luck. I know this is going to be flu season and all those kinds of things happening. If you need a volunteer, give me a call. I don't charge much. Will do. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for the offer. There you go. We'll catch up next week, all right? All right. Very good. Bye-bye. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther uh, with our weekly update. It's 848 now. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 Weather. Today, sunny, high 62. Tonight, mostly clear, low 42. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high 70. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low 49. Thursday, partly sunny, high 71. Friday, mostly sunny, high 71. All right. Nice job. Nice job. Thank you. (laughs) Right now, it's partly sunny. Still only 29 in Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. You give him her. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. We are winding down Silberto and Friends on this Tuesday morning. It's 8.52, 8 till 9. I'm Paul Silberto. Jerry Dunleavy, CEO, Garnet Health, Catskills. Shelly Dehan is here. We're talking about diabetes education and nutrition. Shelly, the, uh, the director. And Jerry, I've got to say thank you because each and every Tuesday, uh, once a month when you are in, as you have said you have wanted to, you've been bringing in folks that have so much great information and really letting our listeners know that we have got these services right here in our backyard and um so many times i have listeners that say to me hey i heard the conversation i was listening i heard this i want our listeners to know that you can listen back to the programs wherever you get your podcast 
Look for Ciliberto and Friends, the podcast. This show will be up later on this afternoon. Um, you can check it out, get more information. But thank you, Jerry, for really the really the quality information you're helping us provide. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. Uh, just a, a quick comment you mentioned earlier. Uh, the primary care doctor is the quarterback. Um, well, if that's the case, and I kind of agree with that, uh, Shelly is the running back, the there tight <laughs> end, the wide receiver, and the safety uh, all rolled into I one. I know, I know. Hey, let's talk more about the program as we put everything together, Shelly, and really about we talked about community outreach and how important that is. And, you know, let's really wrap this up with some great information. Sure. So so I think really to wrap it up, um, so this past year we applied for the Gusnip Grant, uh, which is the Gus Schumacher Nutrition Incentive Program. And this is really targeting um, uh, areas of, of nutrition that really need to be um, looked at. And one of those big ones is food insecurity. So we put together a grant. Uh, we are partnered with Cornell Cooperative Extension of Sullivan County. Um, so we have what we call the Fresh Rx program. Uh, this program is a partnership which aims to address food um, insecurity, improve diet-related health outcomes, and reduce healthcare usage and costs by providing nutrition, cooking, and physical activity education. So, what are what are we doing? So, basically, uh, people can um, they can meet with our um, partners, which is Cornell Cooperative Extension Nutrition. Um, uh, educators, they will do a, a survey and screen people at the Sullivan County uh, Farmers Food Market. And from there, they can either enroll in the uh, nutrition program with uh, Cornell Cooperative Extension, or if they qualify, they can enroll with the Diabetes Prevention Program, which is with me. So that's where we had Wonderful. our discussion before. Uh, but along the line of them um, being involved in the nutrition programming, they will earn uh, what we call food uh, dollars or um, food uh, incentives. So it's on a card, and they can use this at any of the mobile markets. Those mobile markets will be available through the winter months. Um, and so they will um, well, they'll be able to earn up to $240 uh, towards wow. fresh produce. So this goes a long way with helping, again, uh, with improving the uh, nutrition status um, of those that are um, involved in the program, as well as improving um, food insecurity issues that we have here in this county. So, and that was that was a big win for us, uh, for Garnet Health, and for uh, Cornell Cooperative Extension of Sullivan County to really roll this program out. It will be a three-year program, so it's not a short program. It'll be an extended program that we'll be providing. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Again, services that you may not be aware of that are provided that you really should take advantage of. So, again, Shelly, the best way for our listeners to contact you, I know we talk about the primary care physician being the quarterback, as you had said, um, but really there there's other ways for our listeners to reach out if they need more info or maybe to get Absolutely. involved. Absolutely. So they can they can reach me um, if they have questions in regards to diabetes, pre-diabetes, nutrition, you know, anything all-encompassing in those areas. Uh, they can reach me at 845-333-8927. Be happy to speak with with anybody that you know, just even simple questions, yeah. you know. Um, you know, how to read a label, what am I looking for? You know, what's the right way to, you know, monitor my blood sugar there's a lot of questions so many questions you know that a lot of times even our primary care providers don't necessarily have you know that's not their training but 
they know who to send us to, um, and they send you know their patients to us uh, to get those answers. Shelly DeHaan, Shelly is the um, the uh, director of diabetes education and nutritional counseling at uh, Garnet Health. Jerry Dunleavy, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. Thank you as always. First of all, for the great information, for really um, pointing out to our listeners that we've got these amazing services right here, right here in our backyard. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, great, uh, great show today. And uh, I think I, I learned a little bit myself. So appreciate it, Shelly. Thank well, you. Thank you. And thank you for the exceptional job on the weather. I've been practicing. <laughs> I look forward, first of all, to our conversation in two weeks, and then you'll be back again next month. You got it. All right. Uh, again, GarnetHealth.org for the basic information on, on Garnet Health. But again, realize that we are very lucky that we've got these amazing programs right here in our own backyard, whether it be at uh, Garnet Health Catskills um, in Calicoon or in, in Middletown as well, but seamlessly working together um, to better your health. So check it out. Thanks again to Jerry and uh, Shelly for being here. And thank you for joining us this morning. Coming up tomorrow on the next Silberto and Friends, uh, it's Boys and Girls Club. Anna Stout will be joining us tomorrow. Pastor Seth Switzer Restoration Church again on Sunday. It was so great to be at the grand opening of their new church in Monticello. We'll get a chance to catch up with Pastor Seth tomorrow. You can hear Pastor Seth with Moments of Inspiration every Sunday morning at 7 on our sister station, Thunder 102. Cindy Ray from the Hancock Herald, she will be in studio tomorrow as our guest co-hostess. Love getting a chance to catch up uh, with Cindy. We're scheduled to talk with uh, Nick Vallone from Rolling V. Ray Pucci has our Delaware County update. Cindy will talk about what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. Anna will have our Boys and Girls Club update. And it's our weekly conversation with Congressman Mark Molinaro. It's all happening tomorrow on the next Silberto and Friends. Again, you and I, let's get together again a little bit after 6. All right. In the meantime, um, things are going to warm up a little bit. So enjoy your Tuesday. And over the next few days, temperatures popping up into the 70s. See what happens when Jerry Dunleavy does the weather? We get warmer temperatures. Enjoy, and we'll get together again tomorrow morning. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.